Is it possible to stop being preoccupied with our symptoms? Can we be healthy once again? The answer is yes. Welcome to the podcast that shares a simple approach to providing relief from everyday symptoms the natural way. Symptoms tell us that our bodies are having trouble with something we just ate, drank, or touched. Pay attention to your symptoms and you will be on the road to figuring out what is causing your reactions. Let's dive into a new lesson on how to guide your body back to health. Hey everyone, welcome back to Relief from Everyday Symptoms podcast. My name is Terry and I'm your host. This is the fourth episode. I can't believe it. I'm so excited. I want to thank you for joining me and giving me your love and support. As a reminder, this podcast is about gaining relief from everyday symptoms. How will we do this? By updating the immune system. This changes the body's reaction to just about anything you're exposed to in your life. This is what this episode is about, but we're also going to start targeting diagnoses. What they mean, how they actually block us from seeing our symptoms, and why they actually get in the way of problem solving as well. So it's important to know that. We also want to realize, and we have to admit, we're all trained in traditional medicine and in that model, and we really need to understand it just a little bit better so we can use it for the things that it's important to be used for, and we can also realize what its limitations are. When it comes to diagnoses, it's it's quite interesting. You know, just to kind of go over it again, we share symptoms with that practitioner, or that physician, and they do some blood tests, x-rays, that kind of thing. And then they give us a diagnosis and that is connected to the treatment protocol that they have learned in school or some variation of that. Now the diagnoses, they seem really involved and kind of exotic at times, and they sound very medical, but really when we break it down, if we know like medical terminology and things like that, we start realizing they mean certain things, but they also are an indication of syndromes or a collection of symptoms. And isn't that what we're dealing with? Of course it is. So say we are diagnosed with gastroenteritis, right? So gastro means stomach, enteritis means intestine, and itis means inflammation. So what does that really mean? I'm not sure. Just means you have some digestive problems, digestive symptoms, but it doesn't give us a whole bunch of information. The other thing that I've noticed is that people come in with diagnoses and they come in like fads. It's a maxi skirt this year and next year it's a mini skirt and the following year it's below the knee and the next year it's above the knee. You know how we have all those fads in in, uh, fashion? Well, we kind of have that, at least my opinion, we kind of have that in the medical diagnoses department. Because it's very interesting. Everybody will be diagnosed with leaky gut syndrome. And then a few years later, now it's IBS. And then the next year, it's mold sensitivity or it's Lyme's disease, right? And no matter what person, it seems like they all have the same diagnosis sometimes. It's kind of scary. But that's why diagnoses are really, they can be helpful in many ways. 
They also are very important for the insurance company so the physician gets paid. And it also gives them that treatment protocol. And remember, treatment protocol in traditional medicine is basically managing symptoms with medication and doing surgery. Now, I am not debating the fact that they are effective in many ways. And if we're in a lot of pain, we want their help, okay? So we don't want to turn, around, turn you know, against traditional medicine, but we do want to understand what its limitations are and also our ability to basically look at those, use them in the way that they're helpful and not fall into this, it's kind of like a, a way of thinking that we, you know, it's the end all of everything. So like say someone is diagnosed with mast cell activation, okay? If we look that up and we start researching it, we find out there are certain symptoms that are connected to that, right? And it sounds really important, but the bottom line is it doesn't tell us very much. So the person that gets this diagnosis often, what they'll do is they go onto the internet and they research it. And they have all the information and they have, they've done all this research, put all this time and effort into it. They wear it like as if it's a badge. This is what I have and I have these three diagnoses. Well, the only problem is all of those diagnoses, they don't get to the problem many times. We may have collection of symptoms, but is that the actual reason? So it's important to kind of take them, I'm not saying a grain of salt necessarily. We want to use those to guide us to the solution. And when we do that, we start realizing, yeah, they give us some insight, but it may not be 100% of what we're looking for. So a diagnosis will give you a definite direction, an area that we need to look at. And then when you watch your symptoms and you start watching what you're eating, what you're touching, these kind of things, you will start seeing exactly what's causing it. And then all we have to do is update the immune system. And it's easy to do. Say we have that diagnosis of gastroenteritis and we really don't know how to solve it. So I'll give you an example. I got a friend of mine who was just bent over in pain. Oh my gosh, it was over the top. Um, could not stop cramping and having all kinds of gas and bloating and, and things like this. So I was talking to them and what happened, I asked them what they were eating like at breakfast. Something, they were eating something at breakfast that was actually causing it and come to find out they were putting flaxseed all over their cereal. What happened is that they were actually sensitive to flaxseed. Now to me, flaxseed, it sounds great in theory. You know, we talk about the omega-3s and it's a source of those kind of things. Um, it also is something that really is eaten by cows. You know, cows with five stomachs, cows that are able to really digest this kind of thing in the field. And somebody's crazy idea that we were going to start eating flax and you can even go to Costco and they'll have gallon jugs of flax to be able to eat and they're all over our breads they're all over the the crackers they're in cereals now pretty much anywhere you go you can get flax and everybody thinks it's such a great idea well my friend was eating this flax seed and they were sensitive to it 
and their stomach was cramping up. They were having the worst time and all it was was the flaxseed. So I just told them, I said, just stop eating the flaxseed, see what happens. And they did and all their symptoms went away. It can be that simple. A lot of times, like even the alternative community, we can think, oh my gosh, you know, they said this is good for me, that's good for me. It is, as long as you're not sensitive. So as soon as you're sensitive, you're gonna have symptoms with it, and that is no fun. Is it worth it? Uh, not to me. Because you know what, there's other ways to, be, to get omega-3s without having to take flaxseed. Such as all kinds of seafood, shellfish, plant oils, fish oil, anchovies. So there are other ways of being able to do it so we don't have to torture ourselves. But we have to be careful. The body certainly has its limitations as far as what it's able to handle. And flaxseed is not one of them, unfortunately. So thank you so much for listening today. Make sure you subscribe to Relief from Everyday Symptoms podcast so you never miss a future episode. Would you be so kind to leave me a five-star rating? I would really love that because it helps amazing people like yourself find the show. Thanks for your love and support. Have a great weekend. Stay happy, stay healthy, and find a little fun out there. Ciao. Thank you for listening. Be sure to leave a rating for the podcast. It helps amazing people like yourself find the show. And be sure to subscribe so you never miss a future episode of the Relief from Everyday Symptoms podcast.